The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. I am Trevor and here is Megan joining me in the studio tonight. We are having our cell. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we've got a few uh, people in our studio audience tonight. Guys, you're welcome to shout a little hello quickly. Thank you. I don't know if you guys picked that up, but um, yeah, we are online on air. And on time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we've already started our cell group a little bit earlier and we were just um, sharing some testimonies and so forth. And we are now talking about the importance of the blessing of the Lord and the connection to that is the tithe. And, um, you know, I found it so interesting that this year is a Shemitah year. And a Shemitah year is a seven-year cycle, according to the Jewish calendar. And it runs from September to September the next year. And in that Shemitah year, there is the open hand of God, and there's also judgment okay and why why am i talking about that because it's very interesting to note that on every schmitter year for the past couple of years there was a financial recession it's judgment and what happens in a financial recession or a financial collapse. There's a lot of people that lose businesses. There's people that lose their jobs. I I heard, uh, uh, well, I actually saw this on social media. There was, uh, when the financial collapse broke out, a young businessman threw himself off the top of a building. Mm. He was was lots of stories of people who just gave up. And so this is what happens when people are living in the world. And the the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the fool is always surprised. You know, wondering like, yeah, can't put two and two together, you know. So financial collapse comes and then it gets them by surprise again. Mm, They never prepared. They never prepared. Yeah. And I came home. Well, I don't know where we were. But I was washing my hands in the bathroom. And I just, oh, we, we fetched Haley. And I came home and I was washing my hands in the bathroom. And just like that, I saw this article that the Lord had me write out. And um, he said, here's what you call it, the coming financial collapse. And uh, he said, here's the points. 
da 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 da. And you got to understand, you get these things by the Spirit. Yeah. It's not up in your head. So if you don't jot it down quick enough, you can lose it. So I came, obviously opened up the MacBook and Megan knows. I'll step away and don't bother you until yeah. he's done. Because <laughs> I don't want to be pulled up into my head and I lose it. Which is hard for me because yeah. I want to klitz. <laughs> <laughs> and the article was really straight to the point. And it was about God's people need to get out of, the of world. this world system. Yeah. Do whatever you can do to get out of that financial system. And don't worry about the naysayers and the people that are attacking this and calling it a prosperity gospel and here they are again about money and blah, 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 blah. You'll be singing a different song if you get caught up in that mess. God wants us to be uh, financially free so that when that does come up, you are prepared. Yeah. You've got money put away because exactly. if, you, if you follow the wise people's systems, yeah. the, the men and women of God who are following God's plan, they always talk about having an emergency fund That's it, yeah. for six months put away That's it. in case of this happening. So yeah. um, the world doesn't teach you that. They're like, yeah. don't worry, the bank will give you a loan or you can get this, you know, the, the loan sharks. And, yeah. You know, you've probably got a family member you can loan money from. <laughs> You know, that's ugh, no. so it's not relying on God. It's relying on the world. So what's wrong with the financial system of the world? It's very simple. You are their financial slave. Mm. You are under their thumb. Well, what did that guy say in that video? He said, like, you work so hard yeah. for your money. You give it to a bank who then gives it out. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, they say... There's only out of the world's population in percentage. Guess how much? Guess what the percentage is for people that are truly wealthy? 1%. Yeah. So We're everyone. We're in that 1%. We're in that 1%, guys. So. so God said to me, get out of that financial system. So what is the answer to that? How do you get delivered from that financial system? How do you get out from under that, that weight, that control? Mm -hmm. I, I like to just say it straight. It's a, it's a satanic order. Yes. How do you get free from that? Because you are born free. Mm. Yeah. If you're a Christian, you're born free. You go and find out about the blessing of the Lord. That's how you do it. And uh, God just, he was just straightforward with that. I told uh, one of our partners in the ministry, I said, did you go and read that article? And he said he's going to go and read it, you know. And he read it. He said, came back to me. He said, wow, that was just straightforward. It's just getting the blessing. Yeah, it's that easy. God's not a mystery, man. Mm. God is an open book. And he's trying to warn the people. Yeah. He's like saying, like, wake up. Because yeah. the clock is ticking. And the next financial like collapse that comes, are you ready for it? Are you prepared yeah. for it? Yeah. So. And so you gotta, 
you know, to get into that blessing, you've got to understand something. The blessing is already yours. Mm -hmm. The blessing of the Lord already belongs to you. God has already provided that for you. Mm. And as you're spending time in His Word, you study these things out and you grow into the blessing of the Lord. You do that by spending time in His Word. So, I think a, a lot of people, where they miss it, uh, personally for me, like I said, a lot of Christians are in a rut of some sort. And they go to church, and they come back, and they don't know there's certain responsibilities on them. Mm. They think their biggest thing is, read my little verse for the day. That's, what, that's like the majority of what you hear. Read my little verse for the day. Say a little prayer, you know, and um, go to church on Sunday, sing a hymn, and then tip God with a little offering. <laughs> you know, and that's it. It's the cycle. If it's you remember cycle. to bring some worse. Yeah, it's a cycle. <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. And they have no idea. The that, power they're sitting with. Yeah. They have no idea that God has called them to get a revelation. And like I said earlier before we switch the mics on, a revelation is something that every Christian has access to. Mm. And that is supposed to be your target. Because Jesus told Peter, when Peter got a revelation, he got a revelation from God. Jesus looked at him and he said, flesh and blood has not revealed us. Um, what? The? <laughs> they are yeah, flesh and blood. Yeah, that's it. Megan's just showing, for those who are listening, Megan's just showing uh, me notes here. <laughs> Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, he got inside information. And it changed Peter's whole view of who Jesus was. Mm. The other disciples didn't get it. They didn't get that revelation. They just had information. They had information. <laughs> you see? So, like I mentioned before the mics went on, before the fall, Adam had access to revelation. And after the fall, he fell down to information. But now God has placed us back in that garden again. We're back there again. Mm -hmm. And we don't function by information anymore. We function by revelation. Mm. And that's what the devil's after, yeah. hey, to stop you from getting to a place where you reach revelation. Revelation is the ability to see something that you have never seen before. Mm. Not with your natural eyes, mm. but with the eyes of your spirit. It, it's, In other words... You've been put in a position where God was able to convince you of something. Mm. Where you don't have any natural proof, but you believe him. And you know what? Um, the devil comes to steal the word immediately. He comes immediately yeah. because he knows that if you keep putting the word in, keep putting the word in, keep putting the word in, you'll eventually reach revelation. Yes. And he doesn't want that. That's he why he yeah. comes immediately yeah. to steal it. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that. Why Thank doesn't you. Satan want you to have revelation? Why is he trying to steal that word from you so quick? Because then he's lost his footing with you. 
Well, what did Jesus say when he was talking to Peter? On this rock will my church be established. And, and, and? The gates of hell shall shall not not prevail prevail against it. it. See? It's like Jeremy uh, Pearson said, Uh, revelation is something that you cannot be talked. Yeah, you can't out be of. talked out of it. Once it's a revelation, that's no. it. The devil's lost. When it's information, you the devil can talk you out of it. He mm. can convince you. He can. He, he's a smooth talker, man. Mm. He got oil on his lips. <laughs> <laughs> he can talk you out of something, but that's why God charges you and builds you up from the inside. Mm. When you get born again, why is it so important to get born again? Because your old spirit dies. Mm -hmm. And you get a new spirit, man. The old man, you go go and read it in Romans chapter 6. Your old man is crucified with Christ. And you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Brand new. uh, I believe it's the Amplified that says. A brand new species of being that never never existed before before that moment in time. (laughs) How amazing is that? So with that, you, you need that spirit because now you've got access to Jesus. And with that spirit... You got access to revelation. If you get a revelation, that's smooth sailing from there. Yeah. <laughs> now the devil will try and come and steal stuff from you. They're not going to work. He can't talk you out of it anymore. Now you know what you have a right to. Yes. So you're going to start doing some rebuking. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So. Something that God has really, really opened up my eyes to is I see that the church is undernourished when it comes to the blessing of the Lord. Yes. They got no idea what it is. They got no idea how to access it. They, don't, they got no idea what it's capable of. And they got no idea that they need it. Yes. No idea at all. And... I can tell you, you know, you get people that just shoot off your off their mouth all the time. Yes, we blessed, um, we blessed, we blessed. You can say that all you want. Without a revelation, it means absolutely nothing mm. to you. And God said to me that, for me to understand it, yeah. was the blessing is just it's the power of God. Yeah, it's His power that brought everything to into existence. Yeah. that He's placed in us. Absolutely. It's, and it's just called the blessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's the blessed one and his power is called the blessing. Yeah. So that's it. So God blessed Adam. Then when he fell, God put that exact same blessing on Noah. Gave him the exact same commandment. From Noah, it got passed on to Abraham. And then from Abraham, I mean, it just went all through the line. But ultimately, it was passed on to Jesus. Are you just looking up a word there? Um, Yeah, because bless, I think it also means to empower. Yes. So when the blessing is on us, we've been empowered. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you can carry on. I I know for myself now now that I've got a revelation of it, now that I've got an understanding of it, I I know like I know like I know I need that blessing active in my life. Mm-hmm. I know that now. Without a revelation, you're not even aware of it. Without a revelation, it's nothing but a word to you. It's something that Christians use. You know, it's a little bit of a lingo that they slap out here and there. But man, when flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven, it just changes the whole atmosphere. You look at the blessing with completely different eyes. You actually start seeing yourself equipped. And trust me, you need that blessing. It changes things on the inside of you. So the key is to spend time studying the blessing out until you get a revelation. You need a revelation of it. It cha- it changed the way you. It'll change the way you think. It'll change the way you speak. It'll change the way you act. Mm-hmm. It'll change the way you tithe. And now you will know why tithing is so important. And, you know, I like it when, uh, specifically the tithe, because the tithe is that connection. That's your, that's your works to activate the blessing by faith. Mm. But if you go and look in Malachi chapter 3, God was uh, rebuking Israel. And he was telling them how they fell and how they slipped back with regards to tithing. And they were giving blind offerings, and they were giving sick offerings. And on top of that, they still complained about it. And then they said, what's the point of serving God? See? Now, why do you think that is? No revelation. Yeah. They started complaining about the sick Offerings that they gave. Can you believe it? They fell from revelation to information. It was it, it was nothing more than just information to them. And now it became something oh, we got to do. And that junk is still in the church today. Mm. And it's in when their it, head but not in their heart. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you're sitting in church... And then the people start grumbling when you start talking about tithing. And then the first thing they say is, that church just wants your money. Oh, that pastor mm-hmm. wants is your money. Mm-hmm. Oh, those money, money angry people. You've just proved you love money more than you love God. Yeah. And not only that, you just proved you've got no idea what the blessing is. Mm-hmm. You've just proven that... You listen to a devil. The devil's still pulling that same trick that he pulled in the church thousands of years ago. Still doing it. If he can get you to think like that, you're still far away from the revelation of the tithe. If you're still far away from the revelation of the tithe, you will never, ever experience the blessing of the Lord. To its full capacity. Yes. You'll never ever experience it because why? Faith comes by hearing. Mm. So now Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, He who has ears to hear, let that guy hear. Mm. Why? 
Faith comes by hearing. Yes. Hearing by the word of God. Yes. But there's another portion to faith, and that's works. Yes. Faith without works is dead. Here's Morris's line. <laughs> so the Satan was allowed to rob them from number one, hearing the word. So they've already cut themselves off. So now that they're cut off, they're not going to even apply the works to it. No. And so they've just missed the yeah. whole thing. Now we're back to Malachi 3. Now we can quote it in its proper context. Can a man rob God? Yes, he can. How? Tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. You and this whole nation. That's why. It's not God cursing them. Mm. The curse is already in the earth. The curse came into the earth when Adam and Eve fell. And it's been here ever since. There's no new curse and there's no new blessing. Yes. Yeah. God was just stating the obvious. He's saying, you are cursed. I'm trying to get you out of the thing. But with a, with a lack of vision, a lack of understanding of what they were doing, there were people that walked in that blessing. Noah was the one that walked in that blessing. Abraham was one that walked in that blessing. Solomon walked in that blessing. David walked in that blessing. Isaac. Isaac walked in that blessing. Joseph. Yeah, Jacob. Joseph. Jesus. I mean, Daniel walked in that blessing. I walk in that blessing. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it came to the near the end of the age before the prophecy of Jesus coming into the earth, they slipped back so far that now they were giving blind offerings and sick offerings and then still complaining about it. And they were walking in the curse. And that's obvious. You're messing with a curse. God was trying to get them free from that. Mm. And still to this day, nothing has changed. Big portion of the church, you can hear when it comes to tithes and offerings, they've got no revelation. And what does the word say, Maurice? My people perish. Knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. I remember when we heard... Uh, specific church people preaching on the tithe and they were talking about the tithe being the same as the seed. Yeah. And it's not the same thing. You when see? you tithe, uh, expect a harvest. No. no. Because that's got nothing to do with your harvest. Yeah. Your seed is where your harvest comes mm. from. But the, the tithe is literally... Like the gates opened yeah. so that you can have access yes. to all that God has in store for you. So what what would you recommend uh, Christians who are not tithing yet and don't have a revelation of the blessing? What would you advise them to do? Sure, get into the word on the blessing. Yeah. Hear um, teachings on the blessing. But yeah. that's also quite difficult because you've got to know who to listen to because... Yeah. It, it has to be someone who has revelation on on that. Yeah. And I remember when I was uh, years back when I was tithing, in the earlier days, 
I was seeking out where to tithe. Yeah. And I remember coming across, I, I used Keith Moore's. Yeah. And it was an awesome series on tithes and offerings. And it was his wife that came on the last second mm. of the um, the the preaching. And she was my answer because I, I prayed about it. Yeah. I always say, get into the word on the tithe, yeah. get understanding about the tithe, then go before God and mm. ask him for where should I tithe. Mm. Um, it's always important to make sure that you tithe to the right place as well. Don't just put your tithe anywhere. Yeah, don't put your don't put your tithe in a dead church. Yeah, a church that's not doing any evangelistic work, a church that's not doing any healings. The the and a church that's not tithing. Yeah, the stuff that Jesus told us to do: go and cast out devils, go and lay hands on the sick so that they can heal, lay hands on people so they can speak in tongues. Don't go in the opposite direction. All they do is play a little bit of worship music and the guy stands up there and you don't hear any of the things that Jesus has commanded us to do in Mark chapter 16. You know, if you're not even if you're not even seeing salvations take place in the church and there's no water baptisms, run away. Yes. And I also think another telltale sign is if you are listening to anyone preaching about the tithe and they tell you to tithe so that you can be blessed, yeah. put it off. Yeah. Because... You don't tithe to be blessed. You tithe no. because you are blessed. And, you know, I like what you said earlier. Listen to people who've got a revelation of the blessing. Yes. Why is that so important? Why can't I just listen to anyone? Why can't I just listen to anyone? I, I, I do a little Google search and there's all these messages on the tithe and the blessing. Why can't I do that? Because not everyone has got a revelation of it. And not everyone's going to preach under the anointing. Exactly. If, they've, if they don't have a revelation of it, how are they going to convince you? Yes. You see? You've got, you've got to get under a ministry that's got a revelation of it. Mm. Why? Because that is what that person's going to preach. They're going to tell you what Jesus showed them. You're going to get your revelation quicker. That's what you're after. You're after that revelation of the blessing. Mm. You're after that revelation of the tithe. That's what you want. Then the gates of hell will not prevail against yes. you. And you'll take authority over it and you'll walk in more blessing. And then you will see Deuteronomy 28 come alive yes. in your own life. It won't just be a scripture that they, they shout off in church every Sunday. It will actually mean something. All these blessings are on me and all these blessings overtake me. That's the word that God gave yeah. me. Whether I'm in the city, whether I'm in the field, whether I'm coming in, whether I'm going out. Mm. You talk like that and you believe for that first on the inside of your spirit and you act out on it by tithing, then you will see those scriptures come alive. Yeah. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision 
which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.